everybody, and a welcome back to another episode of 90s Horror Films. I'm your host, Jonathan Moody, and this is the first of the 2023 uh, part of the season. Um, and I'm here with my awesome, awesome special guest here, Amy Lynn Woodall. How you doing, Amy Lynn? I am doing fantastic. What about yourself? I am doing fantastic as well. Uh, just been very busy. There's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, still a lot of podcast stuff going on. So, uh, thought I would we would do this, and we were originally going to do another movie, and it mm-hmm. was originally on Tubi, and then what happens generally is by it leaves um before like january and stuff and we we didn't watch it beforehand i guess i don't know if you did but i didn't watch it beforehand and uh it left uh to be and i have no idea if it's going to be on some other streaming network at some point but right now it's not um sadly that happened with us for like um you know the was it um annabelle comes home uh, for horror film lovers, that that was on HBO Max for a while, and then just got, you know, um, transfer. I mean, is not on anything right now. Streaming thought it'd be at least on Hulu or something, but it's not, you know. So, um, uh, but yeah, uh, so that's about it. Uh, so we are gonna be watch. Uh, we're gonna be reviewing the film Spawn. Where so we decided on Spawn because that I mean it's not horror you know in the sense of like it's not it's not a killer running around killing people or it's not a zombie but it's close sort of, enough it's close enough to horror it has a clown in it it has a clown in it which is horrifying yes. mm-hmm. it's yes. also got um hell and it's mm-hmm. got demons and um other stuff so it's got horror elements and so yes. I just want to let clear this up. Sometimes for 90s horror, since there, honestly, there wasn't as many for 90s horror as there were 80s horror films to choose from a lot. Um, I had decided for 90s horror that we can sort of, you know, change things up a little bit sometimes and do, you know, stuff like this. But this is also um, Greg Nicotero and uh, K&B FX did the effects for the film, which were amazing. Um, the visual effects were stunning for that time period. Looking back at it now, I'm like, oh God, that looks terrible right. now. Right. But back then, that had to have been like the coolest thing anybody was seeing at that time. It's just nowadays with technology being so advanced, uh, I, like I was thinking, I want it on 4K, but I'm afraid to get it on 4K because like the beautiful thing about 4K is like all the images are sharpened you know, and you can kind of see, and then I feel like that might affect the effects, the visual effects, like the fire and the hell and stuff would look, ugh, you know. Well, like, yeah, um, I'm one of those people, though, this, I agree with you there, because I was like, man, this would be awesome if it was, but this is, I will say before, I, I'm that type of person, I don't like remakes, reboots, anything, I just leave the originals original, but this is one movie I would love to see read on with today's technology, today's everything. Yeah, I mean, I would, it could make a it. sequel just because it, it it's just too far along, you know, <laughs> where a sequel would just feel weird. Like, that would it, just feel like they're just trying to grab any kind of cash grab. So a reboot would be I would love to see that. Perfect for it. Um, 
I actually kind of yeah, I, I agree. There are a lot there are a few movies out there, and especially we do it for like our, our podcast where I'm like, this this could use a remake, a reboot. Um oh, there's yeah. some movies that I do for my shows that could not use a reboot. <laughs> Brothers Brother Solomon could not use a reboot, you know. That was the one um, I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't need a reboot. No, um, no, no, not you know, at all. A lot of those Hollywood knockbuster movies that I pick. Uh, a lot of them don't don't really need to be remade. They're, they're uh, most of them uh, were were there for that reason and stuff. Um, but anywho, um, so to go back to this, uh, so I had never seen this before, and you said you'd never seen it before. Mm-hmm. So I got really excited because you you had we I'd also suggested another movie that I'm probably going to do at some point. So I'll probably do it with you. Um, at some point, but um, I was, you know, I, I was like thinking we haven't seen this, and uh, and I knew a little bit about it. Like I knew John Leguizamo was in it. I knew of Michael Jai White because of this movie. Um, he's also a big action guy, and oh yeah, he also does Tai Bo, if I'm right. Well, he's I'm he's I'm he does a lot of like martial arts movies, right. And he's really good at it. And so, gosh, yes, he is. Didn't have I as he... much uh, martial arts as dad, like shooting people in action, you know, and stuff. But I, I like good. that. I like a superhero that mm-hmm. shoots at people. Like I like the Punisher, you know. Um, I'm excited Me to see too. what Marvel does with the the new Punisher. I'm hoping they keep it R rated, like you know. Who's gonna movie. play that one? Um, there's talk about bringing back the guy from the Netflix series. You know, Ooh, um, yes, and he was really good. And so, oh, yeah. if uh, if that happens, I would be all for it. Um, the big discussion is he has said that he won't come back unless they make it Netflix like, you know, where it's really gory and 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 brutal and and whatnot. Because you know that's the way. Like if if um, I don't know who I guess it was New Line right that does this. So this right. Did New Line do this movie? I think so. I don't correct. remember. Um, but uh, if it's New Line for this, then it's Warner Brothers, which would mean that this should be on like HBO Max, you know, or something, you know. And Warner Brothers should take a look at, or whoever owns the rights to Spawn, and and doing something new with it because I guarantee you, a there's Spawn fans out there. There's there's a fan base out there, and B. Spawn is just really fucking good. Like this, uh, at least this storyline, um, it felt very much like the crow. You know, um, mm-hmm. guy dies, goes to hell, comes back to seek revenge, you know, kind of thing. But I don't know which one was made first, you know, in the in comic book world, uh, the crow or spawn. But spawn's more like I guess the more RR rated version, you know. Yeah. But but if you notice, there's also the little kid in this, kind of like there's that little kid in the crow, which was uh one in Spawn. There, it's a male, but in the crow, it's a female, you know, and everything. And uh, the kid was uh, Miko Hughes. Do you know who that is? Mm-mm. He's the little kid uh, from Kindergarten Cop, and um, I want to say like Full House and a bunch of other shows back then. Uh, he was the little kid in uh, Kindergarten Cop that said, you know, uh, men have penises and oh. boys have penises, girls have vaginas. 
like he had the that one line which I've I've met him in person and I was so tempted to ask him to say it but I was like no. oh has he done anything as an adult um as an adult from what I've understood he he does still act but he uh also does other things you know behind the scenes and everything he's uh you know and when I met him he's really really nice and uh just he seemed like he was ready to be busy at the convention, like ready to have people come up and, you know, cause I kind of talked to him a little earlier, you know, on. So, um, uh, and I saw his table was like full all the time. So he was, uh, doing pretty good. Um, but really nice guy. Um, uh, one of those people on my bucket list to one day work with, you know, or whatever. So, um, but anyway, uh, he was in that, uh, there, Michael Jai White was Al, aka Spawn. John Leguizamo was Clown slash uh, the Violator. Yeah, I think and that's what it was. I like that. Like I liked it. it was like you got violated. It was like a wrestling thing uh, to me. And then um, what was it? Uh, and then oh, Teresa Randall. Oh, she's so gorgeous. Uh, she was the uh, Al's, you know, wife. Um, yeah. Uh, D.B. Sweeney was in it. D.B. Sweeney was his partner who later mm-hmm. on became the, the love interest. The new of, husband. Yeah. The new husband. And kind of felt like that was kind of sad, you know, that that yeah. happened. But she was happy. He was happy. You know what I mean? And and I feel like at the end, uh, Spawn sort of just accepted everything. I mean, it, it fueled his anger at first. And then when he started sort of working with his mentor guy, uh, another uh, hell spawn guy. Uh, Who was they, that? I don't know who the actor was. He did a really good job, though. Um, yeah. Real quick. He was really good like that. Uh, he, he knocked me out of the park for that one. Um, Let's see. Uh, Well, yeah. So he was Nickel Williamson, and he was Kali Cogliostro was his name. And Martin Sheen was the villain of this movie. It was just so strange to sort of see him as like the villain, bad guy, you know, like terrible person. Um, he was he was great. Uh, you know him, right? You've seen him. Oh, I love him. Yes. Yeah. And then Melinda Clark played Jessica Priest, which I was so sad that he killed her off so quickly because I thought she'd become like a thorn in his side. A lot. Well, you know? whenever he killed her, I thought she'd go to hell and come back as one of him. You know? One of the army or yes, something. Maybe. That's what I was hoping for. Maybe it would be in five years, you know, because that's how long it took for him to come out and everything. Remember, it took him five years yeah. before he like got his memory back and he was like in on Earth and everything. Um. Okay, so you know, we we said before I, we weren't familiar with the story right like you didn't know much about it really other than i didn't know anything about it neither did i really and i just knew it was a comic book and i knew john Leguizamo was the was a villain in it you know that's all i knew i didn't even know that (laughs) that's all i knew um so then when i started watching it, it it confused me for a brief second because you know we kind of see that he him go to hell and then him all of a sudden get reborn right we don't get any explanation of what happened, right? You know, it's all of a sudden he's like all the way to hell, and then yeah, it was like right he almost up. instantly got up, right? And so I was like, 
wait a minute. What? 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 Like, what? I, I feel like we missed something here, right? I just think my... maybe it was because time passes differently in the afterlife. Well, no, right. But yeah. we got we got that information afterwards. We got the information of like, uh, he was. We got like flashbacks of like, and and I get it because like we the audience are supposed to be sort of in the mind of uh spawn like when he wakes up and doesn't know anything it's the audience waking up and not knowing anything yeah i didn't even think about all that yeah yeah so i think that's really what it was and so they wake up he wakes up and uh we're all confused right you're confused i'm confused what's going on here but we're going with it you know and everything and then John Leguizamo says, okay, you know, you're going to need to be filled in on everything, which is also sort of the audience. Yep. And yep. he yep. kind of explains like that he came down to hell or he got killed, went to hell. Uh, Satan said, you know, I guess it's Satan, Lucifer, whatever you want to call him, devil says, um, you know, I will let you see. Do you want to see your wife again? If you want to see your wife again, you must join my army and kill the guy that sent you here, you know? And so he agrees because he wants to see his wife again. He doesn't think about that he has to join the Hell's army and kill innocent people, you know, or whatever, you know? Um, so he goes back up to, to Earth, you know? And then but we also find out that it was all because of John Leguizamo that he was sent there, right? Yes. John Leguizamo told uh, Martin Sheen to kill Michael Jai White mm -hmm. because this whole process, which was weird because why would he do that if he knew that this guy would become the leader of the group and he wanted to be the lead? He said, I want to be the leader. Why wouldn't he just pick the worst person possible to be the leader? And then, you know, right? Like, Yeah, yeah, that was, when we were watching that, so that's what I was trying to figure out. But um, I, pro I probably missed a lot. But it was just I, to the point, I guess he knew that the boss man would call him out on it. If he, right. You know, he, they definitely needed somebody good at killing and then that hadn't, didn't have a conscience about doing it. Originally, he didn't have a conscience about doing it, but then toward the end, he did, didn't he? Like, he came to... Yeah, when he was human as an assassin, it was just a job. That's all it was to him, was a job. He, it was, but there was a one point he was telling him, I'm done with this. Yep. Like, and then that's... Me, I'm done. I don't want to... I don't want to kill innocent yeah. people, because he did accidentally kill mm -hmm. innocent plane. people, which he didn't know. And the guy was like, well, that's, you know, part of war. You're going to have to kill innocent people. And so it doesn't matter. And he's like, well, then I don't want to work with you anymore. And he said, well, okay, you're going to be done after this one last thing. And the one last thing was to knock out some nukes or something, or some biochemical stuff. And, you know, if he sends them off, then they can't send off that whatever, release the uh, the virus into the air. But what happens instead is he gets set up and, you know, and he ends up getting uh, uh, he ends up getting murdered by his boss, you know, and then and, and burnt, you know. And so his face looks disgusting. And uh, yeah, so it was um, but it was all because of that, because he, um, you know, but 
he had the conscience at the end. So mm -hmm. had he not had the conscience at the end of that, and he was just a, but I think what started growing him as conscious, he's, he was a dad and he was a, you know, or what, was he a dad or was he a? See, that was what I couldn't figure out. That little girl looked a little bit old to be uh, the new husband and, you know. Yeah, because it was only supposed to be five years old. So it's possible maybe his wife was pregnant when he got killed and she hadn't told him yet. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. She she looked to be a bit older than that. Yeah, and she did have like a really like just like the dog. The dog. Oh my god. Yeah. So I was so scared because there's at one point John Leguizamo mentions kicking puppies. I was like, "You kick that puppy, I'm gonna fucking kick you, man." I I am a dog lover. I do not like. I do not like. Even if I understand that that's one of the most villainous things you can possibly do is kick a puppy. I don't want, you know, I don't want to see that shit. I want you to fucking, you know, get your leg chopped off if you try to do that mm -hmm. shit. Um, but he does not. He's almost going to kill the dog at one yeah. point and then uh, Spawn. He got shot. Yeah, Spawn shoots at him and knocks the dog out and the dog runs away, I guess. Um, we don't see him and he's lost his collar. Yeah, that what like when he, uh, he uh, Spawn picks the dog's collar up. Oh, I lost it. I was like, I know yeah. they just didn't go and kill that dog. Nope. But he says something to the boy. He says, you know, if you find him, no matter what he, you know, no matter what he looks like, you know, bring yeah. him back. You know, yep. meaning he's dead. Please bring him back to me still if you find him. Um, which I was a little worried about myself. Yeah. I, was like, I really don't want that boy bringing back a dead um. Puppy. No. You know. I wouldn't want the little boy seeing a dead puppy. He's going through enough, man. No. Yeah, that little boy and and his dad's a piece of crap at times, yeah, but yeah, I, still loves his dad. And that's a kid thing that they do. Yeah, I love that scene where he's the uh, the dad's like yelling about like you don't like the spoon. He's about to like slap him, like you know, like you know, beat the crap out of him. And Spawn comes and like attacks him uh, and stuff. I guess he just didn't know that was his dad, but also he was protecting the kid yeah. and yeah. uh the kid's like no 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 that's my dad don't hurt him you know right mm -hmm. and i was like and that that made him stop because he started realizing like he wanted to be a father you know like and whatnot i really uh, hope that girl is his though <laughs> i mean i, I don't know I like i wish i, I would have said in the movie one way or the other you know let me see if um spawn who is Cyan, I think that was her name, right? Cyan. Cyan. Um. Okay, in the comics. Uh, Cy. Uh, um. Well, this is not the comics. This is the animated. Animated. Um. Who is? Okay, so Albert Simmons, which is the um. Uh, which is Spawn is actually a stepfather or slash uncle. Um, yeah. So Terry is the uh is the father. Oh darn it! Yeah, but I guess I guess she could have been four, you know. But she looked too old. She looked a little older than that. She looked like six or something. Um, yeah. but it's okay. Um, <laughs> it's okay. I'll. I'll let it slide because, you know, sometimes it's hard to probably cast a four-year-old to do all the things you 
want a four-year-old to do like that. Um, kind of, but that was, that was the idea is like, I guess, uh, Terry and Wanda, you know, get together. She's grieving. They have form a relationship. They get married, have kid, have a kid and the kid, they should have made it years later. But I think, I mean, I understand that's part of the story. They can't, you know, or whatever, you know, five years is part of the spawn story. I'm sure. But like, I kind of wish that they had made it a little longer. Well, um, he was, I can tell you right now, Terry was in love with her before, uh, you know, spawn became spawn, you know, right. like that, that one, that interaction they have when she's like, you know, make sure he's home, whatever. The look he gave her and when he said, yes, ma'am. I'm like, oh, there it is right there. I mean, he was, he's always been in love with her. He was in love with her. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and this isn't, this isn't new, you know, this kind of storyline or whatever. Uh-huh. There's always the partner who has like feelings for the, the other partners, you know, uh, wife or, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that's always kind of happens. Um, it happens because you're forming a relationship with you know other people that you're not um you know in in your group of people you know what i mean like yeah everybody sort of knows that so anyway um i don't know i i i really i mean i love db sweeney in it um oh i did too i had such a biggest crush on him when i was really a teenager oh yeah what movie what, what movie did it for you um there was one where he was a hockey player and he I can't remember exactly because the cutting edge. Yes, I was trying to remember that I title. Too. I had to look it up, but uh, yeah, it's cutting edge with him and Maura Kelly, and uh, he was a hockey player. She was a figure skater, and then they yeah. became like a figure skating team, I guess, or mm-hmm. something. Yep, I, I remember that. I I never seen it. Uh, I, probably because when I was a kid and it came out, it looked like a chick flick. You know, and stuff, and I was not. It kind of is, yeah. It is. Yeah, I was not into chick flicks back then because, you know, you had a rep to maintain. So if I ever went around saying I watched The Cutting Edge, all my friends would have kicked my ass. You know, <laughs> just the way it was. So I mean, if I did, like, I never watched Dirty Dancing when I was a kid. Um, I've seen it, you know, late years later when I was an adult. But uh, and, and it's okay, you know, like it's. The baby in the corner is the best best part of it. Don't put ba- no, nobody puts baby in the corner. You know that was the best line of the whole movie, and Patrick Swayze was the best actor in the movie. Honestly, yeah, I miss Patrick Swayze. Honestly, I do too. I but do we too. still got his brother, mm-hmm. Don. Um, Don, we can still put Don and stuff. You know, um, I actually want to work with him one day because he's oh, on my be awesome. list too. That would be awesome. Him and like Eric Roberts and um. Joe yes. Estevez and just all those guys, you know, who are in like a million movies and sometimes in the same movies, you know, or whatever. And just love that group. Um, we go back to Spawn, which is the movie we're talking about here. Um, I don't know. We I, keep getting sidetracked. Well, we were talking about DB Sweeney and that, that can, you know, do that. Um, Melinda Clark, the girl who played uh, Jessica Priest, um, she. So everybody might know her from like one of the Return of the Living Dead movie stuff. I think she was in like Return Part Two, you know. Um, I don't think she was in the first one, or was she in the first one? Um, I, I don't. Even, I don't didn't recognize her at all. Oh, she was in Part Three. So I am. I am completely wrong. Uh, she was also in uh, one of my favorite TV shows. She was in Entourage. 
where she played like Malcolm McDowell's uh oh. Malcolm McDowell plays this, you know, high um uh, like studio not studio. He didn't own a studio, he owned an agency. And he kind of took a sabbatical for a little bit, right? Like in and Ari, the the main guy played by Jeremy Piven, was running the agency and doing a damn good job. And then when things start looking up for the agency, of course Malcolm McDowell comes back and Melinda Clark plays his, you know, wife or ex-wife and she is gunning for like his money and shit like that and you know all this stuff like the stuff he owes her. You know what I mean? And yeah. um I met I think I met her at a horror convention once and I didn't really I think I just said hello, you know, but I didn't know who she was really at the time. Uh and I'm kind of sad because now if I see her I'll be like, "Oh my god, Loved you in that, or I loved you in Spawn. I wish there was more of you in that. You know, um, I, I mean, I get it. You had to kill her off quickly, you know, sort of thing, because then, then all of a sudden she's just another thing he has to just, mm-hmm. you know, keep avoiding. Um, but I liked her so much. I wanted more of her. I wanted like, I wanted her to get superpowers and come back. You know, exactly. Like, the, like you said, like the devil just was like, all right, you know, this guy's not listening to me. I'm gonna send you out there. And she's got all the powers he has, and then she has to deal with her. I wonder if there's more to her character, because Jessica Priest is such a badass name that I'm wondering if there was, like, more of her in the original stories. And if they killed her off, basically, to sort of shock the audience, because the people who are Spawn fans would be like, oh my god, she's in, like, all the comics, and then all of a sudden... She's dead. They do that a lot in these comic stuff because they don't want you to, you know, understand everything that's going to happen. You know, it's weird. Um. Oh uh, man. Uh. By the way, this got a five point two rating on, uh, on IMDb, which I'm kind of surprised about. Uh, that's that seems really low for this movie. I don't know what people didn't like about it i can I, I guess i can see what some of the reviews were i think for um, one thing was what? it uh when it was imdb like i'm just been in acting and stuff for a few years um how long has imdb been around or has it always been there no it hasn't always been there um i'd have to say 98 or something so it came around like right after this movie was released yeah so probably sometime after this movie was like around the time this movie was released, people were probably posting their thoughts on this. I mean, I think if people like look back at it, they might change their, uh, you know, change their opinions on it or whatever. But like, this was this review was 2014, so they've had some time. Yeah, it's you know. probably graphics. And it was two out of ten stars. This person said, "Assassin Al Simmons." is double-crossed by his boss, Jason Wynn, and killed. Al makes a deal with the devil and comes back to life with superpowers. He's a, He also has a fat demonic clown, John Leguizamo, following him around. Oh, and his beautiful wife is now married to D.B. Sweeney, the horror. Um, Michael Jai White is an actor with a strong physical presence. Unfortunately, he can't act to save his life. That's so mean. I thought he did a great job in this oh, movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. To compensate for this, the filmmakers cast the deplorable John Leguizamo opposite White. God, this guy really hates, or girl, I can't say it's a guy, 
it's Yutgard fourteen. Um, uh, presumably, Liguizamo's can't be obnoxious comic relief. It's supposed to balance out White's blandness. The worst part of the movie is Liguizamo. His character, Clown, is unendingly irritating and repulsive. In one scene, Clown craps himself and pulls out his stained underwear to show that he left skid marks. I will that was forever funny. Lo- uh, yeah, some people like that kind of potty humor. Goodness gracious, I didn't mind it. <laughs> I thought it was yeah. hysterical. Uh, I will forever loathe John Leguizamo for this alone. The rest of this crappy career is just more fuel to the fire. Uh, Martin Sheen also hams it up, but he was always overrated. <laughs> this person. I am so sorry to everybody who's involved with Spawn, because this person just, like, apparently just hates everybody, you know? Uh, Nicole Williamson plays the cliched wise man character who guides Spawn. He gets to narrate the movie and is unsufferably pompous. Not all cast is bad, though. Teresa uh, Russell, or Teresa Randall, sorry. There's, there's another woman called Teresa Russell that's out there, but Teresa Randall and D.B. Sweeney do the best they can with the material given. Uh, Melinda Clark is the highlight of the film as Batgirl Jessica Priest, though highlight might be too strong a word. She's the least awful, let's say. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! All right, this is the last of it. I swear, this is a long one, but it's so mean, mean spirited. It just shows that anybody can just go and say the meanest shit that they want. You know, like I can see this as like this is my therapy. I'm gonna write the nastiest review of Spawn ever, and you know, whatever. Um, the CGI effects are cheap and embarrassing for a theatrically released movie. For a movie based on a comic with flashy art, the writing was also weak. You would think this would at least look good, but no, it looks tacky and very 90s in the worst way. This is really garbage, folks. Just avoid it unless you're into self-abuse. Okay. For yep. the 90s, <laughs> this, this is what you got in the 90s by way of graphics. Oh, yeah. Like, this isn't, you know, like, his review was is obviously somebody in 2014 who obviously hates 2000 or 1990, you know, um, action films. This is 1997, by the way. In 1997, I mean, this that, that kind of shit. I know if I watched a film in the 97, I would be like, uh, like this. I watched this in the theater. I'd be like, oh my god, I feel like I'm in hell, you know, right at times, but. Nowadays, looking back at it, yeah, I mean the the effects are pretty weak, you know. Very car- but, the the hell scenes were very cartoonish. But the, the um, there's one great scene where the effects really stick out, and that's the scene where Cyan meets, um, uh, or sees Spawn again the second time at the uh. Uh, her mom's doing that speech or whatever, and she w- wanders off to find Spaz. She runs into Spawn. Spaz, Spaz, no Spawn. You know, like Spawn. Uh, you saw that look that the dog gave. You know, uh, Michael Jai White when he was like, "You gotta stay here," and he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna follow you." You know, right? And mm-hmm. stuff like that. So Spaz always loved. Um. Spawn. Well, it was his dog, and I mean, he even recognized him when he was 
you know, hiding that bush at that well, little girl's. He can recognize smells, party. so I'm pretty sure he smelled them and was like, "You still smell like my boss, my old, my old master." Yeah, dogs um, just know. Yeah, dogs just know. Um, you, I mean, I could be burnt face, you know, and everything, and my dog would just come up. He'd start barking at me at first, like, "Who are you?" And then he'd smell me and go, "Okay." Oh, like, wow, you look different, you know, <laughs> like whatever. Um, so she comes up to see him and he's got the burnt face and she's like, wow, your face looks weird. And then she touches his face and it looked perfect. Like mm -hmm. it looked like how you would imagine a burned victim like that to look. And I thought KB effects, who I love, they did um, From Dust Till Dawn. Which they did the vampire stuff for that. They've done a million other movies. I I think they even might have done some of like The Walking Dead and and things like that. You know, they're very famous um, effects group, and they're the ones you want on a horror slash action flick like this. Um, especially when nine. Uh, I want to say sixty percent of it is practical effects. The other. Uh, the other amount is visual effects, maybe even 40, 60 kind of thing, you know? Um, but I, I think uh, it, it was like, it just, the, the effects, the face effects, uh, the clown, clown looked amazing. You oh, know, the, he did. He really did. The, the visual effect where his head like shrinks and then he's, he blows the up balloon, his head into yes. a balloon and then pops. And then his regular face goes back up. I don't know. That was but good. I was like, I was like, I could watch a whole movie with this guy, you know, just doing weird shit like that, you know, like I would, I would be into that. Um, once again, I love John Leguizamo. Um, I do too. I don't think he's ever played a character that I didn't like. Now, I will say, I did for the Hollywood Knockbusters. I think either this season, I think maybe it was last season. We did Super Mario Brothers, where John Leguizamo played Luigi. I don't think and I've seen that. There's a lot of talk lately about John Leguizamo talking his butt off about how uh, people shouldn't play, like, if you're not Hispanic, you shouldn't play Hispanic. If you're not, you know, whatever. But everybody always, Luigi's everybody Italian, always says, oh, if that's true, then why did you play Luigi? When you're Hispanic, you shouldn't be playing an Italian, you know, like if you really, you know, and obviously he probably looks back at that going, that was a that was a disaster. I shouldn't have done that. But, you know, you'd be a hypocrite to tell people not to do stuff when you when you did it yourself. So a lot of people are mad at him for that crap. I don't care what you I say personally out there. Like if you make because like. I could be mad at Martin Scorsese for not liking superhero movies, but I'm like, if you don't like superhero movies, don't watch, don't them. watch them. Like, why do you gotta, why do you gotta make a big deal out of it and make it all public and shit? Um, like, I don't care. Um, but that's what the media wants right now. They want people to go around and say something that's going to stir up lots of drama and make people feel one way or the other. Either you're against uh, superhero movies or you're for them. This is a superhero movie, um, or a super anti-hero movie, maybe. Um, I don't. I, he's a, is he a superhero? I, I would consider him a superhero. He he becomes a hero at the end. But, um, In the beginning, he's killing people. Yeah. You know. I don't know. But I'm not gonna lie. 
that uh, the first okay so when you first see that rocket launcher he has in the beginning of the film where it shoots like four rockets you know out and stuff and they go and like heat sink and they just destroy the the different stuff they need to destroy i was like holy crap that's cool you know and i was like for 1997 like why hasn't anybody made something that cool today you know like i mean i i feel like back in the 90s people are a little bit more inventive and creative now it's like i i feel like we're kind of we we've lost it a little bit um with that stuff like i mean i i would say even the superhero movies don't really have stuff like that you know no, there's and, really not a lot of new ideas anymore I yeah mean, at all but so yeah with I that think, one scene when the rockets like you know they it just expanded and there was like four of them mm-hmm. i was just i was just like oh yeah ain't nobody surviving that right <laughs> oh, exactly no that was that was my point you know it 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 felt like there could have been you know i mean like nowadays we need stuff like this. We need now I'm not saying we need another spawn, you know. But we need a movie that that isn't the cookie cutter stuff, you know, it's R rated maybe or takes chances and does something different. Uh the thing is this movie could not be PG thirteen, I don't think. You know, I don't think it was. I think it was it had to be R rated. Let me see. Ah, it was PG thirteen. What the yeah, fuck? I- well, I thought it would have, yeah. Well, I thought it would have been R alone, just off of all the violence in it. I know. Maybe there's an R version that we saw on TV. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but there was there was no nudity. There was no. Mm. I didn't even really hear any cussing. Did you? Ah, uh, okay. Not like, so here's not an like, interesting thing. Like I watched it on Tubi, and so did I. They changed things a little bit, like. I had the closed captions on. I don't know if you put those on yourself or not. I do. Mm-hmm. And the closed captions had different words at times. Not all the time. But, like, some words were changed differently than what they said. So, and they were always weird because, like, they would do, like, there was one part where somebody said scumbag, but they wrote dirtbag in the uh, in the captions. And I was like, wait, which one's the real one they were saying was this dubbed and changed to like, and I'm like, it's, and I'm like, did they, or did they, you know, or or did they alter the subtitles to be less graphic or whatever for people who are deaf and reading it? I don't know, but it was, it was strange. Uh, Tubi does this all the time. It bothers me. Um, But, you know, I mean, I, I would rather it, watch it on there where it's free than have to go buy another streaming system service just to try to find it, you know? Because um, oh, yeah. streaming is, is so annoying with how much we have right now. Like, everybody's got to have their streaming service. So you have to buy, like, 20 streaming services just to watch any, watch the movie or series you want to watch, you know? Um, I don't know if you guys do that at home, but um, well, I we had I... we don't have a lot of streaming services because I just stick to basic stuff. Well, like Netflix. Do you have Netflix? Oh yeah, we have like Netflix. Um, Prime. Amazon Prime. Prime and... is good because you also get 
free shipping, you know, or whatever, like mm -hmm. one day shipping and stuff and, oh, yeah. and whatnot. Um, that's how I got my, that's how I got my awesome foam thing. <laughs> but yeah, I um, mean, we, I think those, I mean, we have YouTube TV because we're about in the country. We don't have cable. Um, okay. So you, okay. So that's your cable is YouTube mm -hmm. TV. Is that any good, by the way? I don't use it too much, like because I just usually like watch Netflix or something. But um, it's it's okay. My husband likes it a lot. I mainly use it to watch uh, Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yeah. When, what is when that on Showtime or Paramount? It's Plus? on Paramount. Paramount. Yeah, I have I have Paramount Plus, and I have Showtime, and I have. Peacock and I have stars. Stars may, is probably I, like my least favorite of all of them, but you know. I may or may not have Peacock. I don't remember. Is Peacock it, I got because I got a really good deal on it. And um I'm not sure when that deal is gonna be over. Um so it might be over this month, you know. Um so I got that going, you know, because I mean, A, it's some it's universal, so sometimes like really some of the great universal stuff is a part of uh a part of it plus i don't know it's nbc a lot of great nbc shows are on there you know and that's the thing like peacock gets me with nbc uh paramount gets me with cbs and nickelodeon um freaking and mtv because they own like so much and then um hbo gets me with warner brothers and the cw and stuff like that so you know um uh, so there's a lot of those channels that I I, I in HBO itself. <laughs> HBO has some good uh good shows uh and movies. Um, but anyway, I to go back to Spawn once again. Um, <laughs> yeah, we kind of. I mean, we do it every time. No, it's it's all my podcasts. It's, it, it, trust me, it's not just you or me. It's it's me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I. I honestly, I mean, I don't know. For my first time watch of this movie, I really enjoyed it. Like, I, I, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know. All I knew was, and once again, I felt like this competed with The Crow. You know, like, I feel like this was um, whoever made this answer to The Crow. And it was, it was fantastic. There's uh, the... the what what did you think of his special powers and his like stuff he got like coming out of him out of nowhere? Oh, dude, I love that. Did like, you? I love yes. Uh, his suit was amazing. Mm -hmm. That was I honestly the, his suit and the way like whenever all of that stuff had come out of his suit was the best part of the graphics. Yeah, like that his, was the, the best part of the whole thing. His suit was mm -hmm. awesome. Um, the cape. That like floated. Oh, that was awesome! Yes, and it, it let him fly. You saw him fly at times. Wait, and it helped, and it helped, would hide and make him invisible. Yeah, all but when he be invisible, but when he was coming, you know, when they were in that building and all that glass bust, and then you just see this big cloud of red stuff. I'm like, dang, that's a lot of blood coming down. What the heck was going on? And then I just realized it was just kind of floating there, twirling in the air, and then he was in the middle of it, and I was just like, oh my god, that is so freaking cool. I know. Um he was he was pretty awesome. Like his stuff like I, I see I'm I'm guessing it needs like another one. I know like I said they had a TV show, but it needs another movie because um 
there's just so much to explore with that character and with the because even he didn't know all the stuff he could do you know like that guy was pretty much mentoring him kind of showing him being his mr miyagi kind of training him to to be able to to harness his abilities to do these things and all you really had to do was was think about it you know and and whatnot and uh and and, and like i guess believe uh, you know completely in what he's doing at one point he takes his motors the motorcycle he stole from somebody and makes like really cool shit out of it you know or whatever so that it could attack and you know hurt people it was like so neat and such a cool like mm -hmm. little thing with um and then john leguizamo when he got into his demon form uh which made me wonder can spawn get into a demon form you know or is that something that uh he has the that the john leguizamo has the power for because he works with the devil you know or whatever you know what i mean well i think he his character uh he was a demon in general he was a demon and then uh spawn was never a demon he was human then whatever spawn is like i don't know what he's a spawn of hell i guess right yeah. is that what basically what it means yeah i um, just i don't think that he was ever a demon like well i mean can humans become demons i don't know I know in Supernatural, I think they talk about that. According to my bit. daughters, I'm one, but, you know. Maybe you're know. possessed by one? I guess. I don't know. You know, I mean, probably only when you're yelling at them. <laughs> you know, right? Um, but, yeah, no, I I don't know. I, like, I, I really don't know what the, the lore is with demons exactly. I kind of want to explore that stuff, you know, in my own stories and stuff. Because um, I really like the idea like, because I was I was talking to somebody today about it. Um, I I actually believe in demons. A lot of people don't, you know, or whatever and whatnot. And they they love movies about demons because it's not real, you know, or whatever. But I almost I'm a little afraid sometimes because I feel like I I don't I don't want to find out that they're real and not and 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 not be believe. You know what I mean? By not believing yeah. in it, I wanna you know I I wanna at least be ready. By exploring, you know, more demons, you know, how to well, I can myself. You, no matter no matter how ready you think you are, the first time one of them jumps out and says hi, you ain't ready. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> sure one of ready. them comes out and says hello, I'm yes. not gonna be like, Oh man, I am ready for you. <laughs> like or <laughs> already have my uh fists up and ready to go. Um I don't think it works. Always out have there. salt on you, man. I, okay, so salt works on ghosts. You know, right? Does salt work on demons according too? To, according to Supernatural, uh, it uh, if you put it like stand in it, they can't like cross the threshold. I thought that was ghosts can't do that. Oh, it will. They shoot ghosts with salt, and it makes them disappear. Oh, okay. Resalt, uh, uh, no salt, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So but, salt but, uh, bullets or whatever, right. you know, and stuff. So yeah, so they shoot salt at you. And I then I know, like with demons, like they just like they'll tell you, like or they'll put it like in the windows, cross door, uh, door frames, uh, or they'll put a circle around whatever, and they say don't, and then they don't can't touch get it. past. Right? Yeah, don't touch it, or or they'll they'll get past. And sometimes if they blow open the window or something, and that goes away, then all of a sudden you know they're free to free to come in the house. Okay, well, 
I don't know. Um, After how much all that stuff is true? No. I don't don't know. I don't know. I got to keep salt on me at all times, just in case, you know. Wouldn't (laughs) that be funny if somebody you thought was a demon was attacking and you just threw salt at them? You're like, pew. And they look at you like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm human. I'm like, <laughs> not a not a demon. You know, just wait, your 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 daughters may just throw fucking salt at you. One of them has one of them has actually done that. Oh god. Let me guess it was Kelly. She, no, it was oh, my middle Kelly. daughter. She just oh, okay. we were just she just randomly tossed a handful of salt at me one day. I was like, what the hell are you doing? And what? she goes, she goes, I was just checking to see if it really worked. Just Guess randomly. It doesn't. Yeah, it was like we were just chilling, you know, just goofing off, and the next thing I know, salt comes flying at me. That is funny. Yeah. Kind of silly. Um, you know, don't tell Kelly that she might actually do that to you. Um, to you. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, I guess to kind of wrap this up, since we're kind of approaching uh, close to the hour, uh, Mark. Um, so. You weren't expecting this to be. What were you like? What were your expectations going in? Well, I really, really didn't have any because I'd never seen it. I didn't know anything about it other than it was a comic. Um, and then you know, watching it, and then like as soon as the, the first time I heard John Lake was almost voice, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be cool." And then I see that egghead with the fright, the fright out hair. I was like, "Oh man, he's a clown." <laughs> You hear his voice, and you're like, oh, man, I love John Leguizamo. Yeah. And, and you then, see that his voice is of a clown. I didn't have to see the full thing. I just saw the silhouette of his hair, and I was like, oh, man. Yeah, and then he <laughs> uh, then he later is there, I guess, at the birthday party or whatever. Mm-hmm. He pops up. and As soon as I saw that clown, I knew it was him, too. Yep. I was like, oh. Well, you could tell. I mean, his voice is it, very Well, specific. that and along the physical stature and the way the clown was moving everything, you knew it was. John Leguizamo. Well, it was the yeah that character blending in with the kid's birthday party to keep you know infiltrate yeah. everything. And then he like takes off his like clown makeup and you know he's still a clown. He's just a a mm-hmm. blue clown instead like yeah, that yeah. like you know which he's yeah he's really creepy looking. Like I mean I don't I don't have fear of clowns because I don't know I just never did. I don't I don't know what what sparks that out of people. You know, like my niece has it. Uh, I don't. Well, know. I know for me, for me personally, I was like four or five years old and we it was Halloween and we were out, you know, trick or treating. And a uh, man thought it'd be funny to scare me by uh, jumping out from behind a car and grabbing me. A clown? Yeah, he was dressed as a clown on how it, and like he was acting like he was going to pull me away. It scared me so bad that to this day I hate clowns. I was four years old. Four years? No, no, mm-hmm. no. Adult is. Oh no! I thought my like I thought my mama was going to go to jail for murder, man. I she, she should have. Well, just, I mean, she should have gone to jail, but no, to murder that Hall- guy. God damn! It was Halloween, you know. He thought it's funny to scare kids, but don't That's touch them. That's terrible. Yeah, and I just I haven't liked them since. I don't blame you. God, like I mean. It's it's one thing to watch a movie where Pennywise takes a little girl on a tricycle, played by Shalon Simmons, by the way, in the first the first it, you know, movie. The girl on the tricycle was Shalon Simmons, who later on was in like Final Destination Three and Tucker and Dale versus Evil and a bunch of other great movies. Um Love that movie. 
Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yes. She's wonderful in it, but she gets kidnapped by uh Pennywise in the first uh in the first movie and 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 whatnot. And you know, that's one thing to watch a movie like that, but to actually have some, you know, adult it's just think it's funny to grab a child, a four year old child. Um, that is not not cool. And that person should be arrested. Um, even if they didn't actually harm the child, they should be arrested because that is is that's just scarring. That's a that's a traumatic event. It is, but that was happened like in the late seventies, you know, nobody cared. You know, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nowadays, it would definitely because people are more um, right now are prone to uh, child molesters to to mm-hmm. calling them out and uh, which is good. We live in a a great time for that. You know, for for a time where you know there's no there's no getting to a van because somebody has candy anymore. Kids are 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 warned, you know, and parents and everything take way more precaution than they did in the 70s so yeah that's terrible like that's a that's a horrible thing to ever have happen to somebody and i i don't yeah. I, 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 I i don't know what triggers it for other people's but that's what triggered mine yeah i'll have to ask my niece when she realized she was a rank clowns if it was it had to be a, a child thing and then you know it continued um I'm trying to think. I have a fear of spiders, but it's it's just a fear of like having them on me and potentially biting me, you know, and stuff. But I don't have like arachnophobia, you know. Like I I just have a fear of spiders and snakes. Like I don't like them, you know. Like I will avoid them if I can, you know. But if I can't avoid them, I'm not going to, you know, whatever. Like. I'll tell you this story real quick. I was I was living in LA and I went and I was talking on the phone with a friend of mine. I was on the phone. I was I sat down on a bench in LA and one of my neighbors walked by and said, Hey, I'd uh I'd be careful over there. A bunch of brown um not recluses, but brown widows. There's a thing called brown widows. Uh, they're in LA. Look them up, it's real. Um uh brown a nest of brown widows were on, you know, were on that thing i freaked out i oh, ran gosh. into my my bathroom i changed my clothes as quickly as i could I, I i i showered i took my clothes down to the wash and just washed them all out and everything and i mean no there was probably no spiders on me but damn it to hell oh, okay I just, I just googled it while you're telling the story right i think black widows are absolutely beautiful these not so much. They're ugly. No, they're uh, uh-uh. they're no, 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 no. Uh, uh-uh. yeah. So those were apparently on that bench I was on. So I I mm. ran the hell back, and I tell people like, "Oh, brown widows," and they're like, "You mean brown recluses?" And I'm like, "No, brown widows," because apparently that's a thing. Mm-hmm. And um, they're uh, in California. They're in Los Angeles, and they were at my apartment complex. A bunch of them, so it freaked me the hell out. Now I'm sure here in my house in Virginia, there's a bunch of black widows somewhere, like probably 
deep down into like you know whatever um because those generally like to be like in the ground or you know uh deep below uh anything they don't like to be like walking around you know the only ones i see that walk around are like you know big spiders and shit and stuff that aren't you know that dangerous actually a lot of them aren't dangerous they're just house spiders and shit they want to be in the house and i'm like get the fuck out Yeah, go. Get the fuck out of my house. Yeah, sometimes I'll be nice and I'll I'll (laughs) somehow trap them and stuff and then send them out. But the problem with doing that is the same reason that my a friend who used to work at the water park he used to work at he would have to kill poisonous uh, snakes. You know, right? And and I asked like, why don't you just send them back to the pond? And goes, problem is we send them back to the pond. They just you know, come right back, you know, and stuff. So we have to get rid of them because they're poisonous. And one of them was in the water where I was in. Oh my god, Jonathan, you got to get out now. And I ran as quickly as I could because I do not like snakes or spiders. Like, if you made a snake and a spider together, that would be the scariest movie ever in the world for me. You know, actually, I, I saw something like that. Like, just like a one that somebody created out, you know, their imagination. I'm like, oh hell no! Mm-mm. Nope, that would that would terrify me. Uh-uh. I mean, so I'm, are, what? Oh God no! I'm just like, oh <laughs> no. <laughs> well, uh, I just want to thank you so much for for coming on and and, and chatting with me about this movie. Um, I think this movie was one of those where, by the way, I forgot to mention this will be on Friday the thirteenth. That this nice. releases. So nice. it's kind of cool. Yeah. You know. Um, so last. Or maybe it was the first. Yeah. So last year. Uh, we had a Friday the 13th. Um, and we had to do a Friday the 13th movie. Uh, which was Jason Goes to Hell. Which is the only Friday the 13th movie. In the 90s. Um, everything else is. Was 80s or 2000. So. Um, so is it the 2000s is when they started screwing up the Friday the 13th movies? I don't know. I, I think Ghost to Hell kind of screwed it up too. Yeah. Um, that was, that was 90s. It was 2000. They did Jason X. That's there's which which one was it where he went to space? That was that, that was, was that one. That was a bad one too. I think it was 2001. I want to say it was 2001, and then 2002 and three. Uh, or not too well, 2003, I think, or so was like Freddy versus Jason, and then they didn't have another Friday 13th till uh 2009 when they did um the remake, which I thought was actually pretty good. Um, I didn't, I didn't hate it. Um, and I'm a big fan of like a few of the Friday 13th, I mean, most of them, you know, there's a few that I'm I, I like, but I don't love. You know, including the first one, I think is okay. You know, but it, it's definitely not a Jason movie because it's his mom. Spoiler alert! Sorry, yeah. you know, J- Jason's mom. Uh, when I was a kid, my dad uh watched that movie with me. Um, and he the first question out of his mouth was because he knows of Jason, right? He goes, "Why would anybody get into a car with somebody who has a uh hockey mask on?" And I was like, oh, oh you, you, I, I heard it's not even Jason who's in this movie. 
because it was his mom. And you're going to go right. into a car with a sweet, nice-looking lady, right? Betsy Palmer's a sweet-looking nope. nope. If you're hitchhiking, you are. Nope. You're not getting in a car with a sweet old not, woman? Dude, I have been, like, out running, and it was, like, legit lightning, thunder, trees were getting struck. One, one offered to give me a ride home, and I'm just like, nope, I'm good. I just live right over here. You're <laughs> never going to hitchhike, like, then. Uh-uh. I knew I will not get in a car with a stranger. I don't care how adorable and sweet they look. It ain't happening. You got to be careful, man. Even the most uh, adorable women are serial killers, apparently. Yeah, you know, so, yeah, and sometimes, you know, when you throw salt on them, they just... They disappear. Yeah, the <laughs> demon. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, do they disappear or do they just get really angry? Because, like, well, I don't think their, they, they, they show their, their face, you know, right? Yeah. If they it gets in their eyes, eyes, like, well, I don't know. Um, I know, like, with the ghost, it, like, makes them, like, they just evaporate. They're just, yeah. they go away for a little bit, but they come back. Right. But I don't really remember. Which is sort of, like, I mean, a useful in a sense, but still, you got, I mean, only, <laughs> they come back pretty quickly, too. It's not like they're gone and then it takes them like an yeah. hour to come back you know think, like, yeah, now I think it I'm takes like to... a few seconds and so they shoot them it disappears and they have to keep shooting them until you know uh rock salt or salt salt rocks or whatever it was and is it all salt that works all salt or just certain salts i don't know that's that's a question for one of the writers of supernatural no the creator eric kripke probably would know um Wait. What? I was just going to say in general. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to have to watch I, Supernatural now. <laughs> yeah, you got to rewatch it. Maybe they explain uh, that stuff. I don't remember. I know, As much as I've watched it, I've never heard anything on it. I don't remember. And honestly, you that would probably be explained in the first couple seasons. And the first couple seasons are my least favorite. You know, um, yeah. I'm, oh. I'm more, <laughs> once it gets to season three and four, I liked it better. Um, yeah. But, I know, like, with Dean, like, in the, he was, like, his voice. Did you notice how the more the seasons went on, the more Dean's voice changed? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, he's all, he's softer when it started, and then at the end of it, he's just all. Yeah, he's all, it sounds like Batman. Like, he's trying yeah. to rehearse the, I am Batman, you know. <laughs> hey, look, if Jensen Ackles goes up for Batman, I am down. James Gunn cast Jensen Ackles as Batman. I'm okay with that. I'm down for any characters in Snackles' place, honestly. Right, me too. Oh, Lord. He's I one love of my that favorites. <laughs> but also, Misha. Uh, he's so good. Castiel, man. He's my favorite, too. Um, and uh, his uh, one of my friends, when I was first watching it, was like, you're going to love um, Castiel. He just told me that, right? Because I was getting about, about to watch the fourth season. They're like, watch out for Castiel and Crowley. Those are going to be your favorite characters. Oh, my God. I love Crowley. Sad about Crowley is, like, he got treated, like, the actor Mark Shepard got kind of treated badly. And then his dad died uh, during the making of the of the stuff. So he had to take a break. And they were sort of getting mad at him because it was contract and everything. And so there's a lot of dispute about that. And yeah. he thought that, like, they, as a business, thought more about the business than they cared about the humans, I think. I think that's what I that's what I read into it. And I don't know because I don't know anything personal. I've never talked to Mark Shepard about it, nor would I ever, you know, because it's not my business. Um, I would just tell him I beloved him as, you know, he was beloved as uh, uh, Crowley. Um, 
But Misha Collins, um, it was so funny because he's got that he does the the deep voice too. So it's really funny to hear Dean yell at Castiel and them yell at each other because it's yum yelling at each other in deep voices. It's like like why are you why are you you know why are you late? Because like I, I love that. Like it's so funny, and they and those two bonded really well, like together. Uh, their characters. So, well, anyway, I mean, that's, that's for a whole like new. Sh- that's another show. Oh, you know, maybe when but, I bring, if I ever bring back classic uh, horror television, and we do a supernatural episode, I'll have to bring you back yeah, on. Yes, for that. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but yeah, I'd probably do like a three-part show because there's so many friends of mine that have the love for supernatural, and um, as they should, I think most mm-hmm. people should love that show. But uh, anyway, everybody, thank you guys so much. Um, Happy Friday the 13th. Uh, And next month, I have no idea what it's going to be yet. Um, uh, It's funny because I think what's going to end up happening is this is like episode four. We're going to go up to episode 10 for the season. Then I might take a break for a little bit for like a year or two or something uh, for this show. Um, But maybe not. We'll see. I, I say that now and then, you know, five episodes down the line, I might change my mind. Um, I do that a lot. <laughs> so I have that idea that, like, I'll take a break for a little bit because I do have a lot of podcasts. And yeah, you do. How many different ones do you got going? Don't don't even ask. Don't even go down that road. I, I know it's even, a lot. I, I don't even want to want to even count how many I have. Um, some are actually leaving, like, um, Friends Around Table. Uh, we usually get up you know, I may stick around with this because what I usually do is I get up to about five seasons, and I think that's a good that's a good place to stop. Um, Indie Film Cafe is the only one that hasn't got you know that's gone more than five seasons, and that's because that's our flagship show. You know, and that's the show that's going to be on till the day we're so too busy that we can't ever Paul and I can't ever record another episode. So. You haven't been on that one yet, have you? You gotta get, we gotta get you on that. Um. So yeah, that that one is fun. You'll like it. What was the name of it? Indie Film Cafe. No, nope, haven't been on that one yet. No, you haven't been on that one yet. But we'll we'll get you on it. I think I was plenty. supposed. I think I was supposed to, but I ended up like getting really sick and couldn't do it. Yes, yes, and that happens. You know, which I used to. I'm not gonna lie. I used to be mad when people would cancel like that or whatever, and. Even if they're sick, like I, I would still get mad because I'm like, you know, right? I'm oh, I didn't even have sort a voice right like, now, and I'm still doing the show. But I didn't have a voice. Like, yeah, nothing. right. But I started to realize, like, what a dick thing to get mad at somebody for 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 that when, you know, I can obviously find somebody else, and there's just be another day because you can't ask somebody the same day to record, you know, something. You know what I mean? Unless whatever. So usually don't. Um, but I'm very glad we did this one. Uh, for the other one that I was thinking of doing, also, I'll probably have you back on for that one, um, as well. I don't want to mention what it is because yeah. you know, well, we'll yeah. do it and uh, we'll I'm have you big, back on. I'm a big fan of that other fr- that other one that franchise. Yep, oh, yep. I've never oh, actually well. seen it. So none of them. Mm, nope. And oh, I'm really gosh, excited. This will give everybody a hint. It's a franchise that's coming back. Not this year. It was supposed to come back this year. It's coming back next year in 2024. And I am excited. 
So feature I need film? to watch those. Is it going to be in like the feature film or TV series? Oh, it's going to be a feature film. And it's not it's not the main star, the original star. I don't oh, it's not going to have anything to do with it. No, it's mm-hmm. I'll talk to you after this about it okay. because I don't want to give anything away. Yeah, we can't give anything. Yeah. Not yet. But uh, everybody else, I hope you guys enjoyed this and let us know what you guys think. But until then, everybody, have a good one. Bye.